following program contains language and subject matter that you may consider unsuitable for children. Parental discretion is advised. Greetings, Earthling. Uh, His Highness the Jackal. The Jackal. I'm going to pass the reins to Mr. Jackal, the new king of Virginia. I think Jackal's a Latino. I'm not sure, but he'll give it to you again. The Jackal. Welcome one, welcome all, welcome friends, welcome foes to another exciting episode right here inside the Jackal's Head live back at you on PSN TV, PSN Radio, and of course, SoFloRadio.com. want to thank all my listeners and viewers for staying up with me and watching this show this evening. Thank you all for being here on this beautiful, very uh, chilly March 21st, 2021. Right, 2021. So it's March 21, 2021. 32121. Odd, right? We're going to have a fantastic show, but before we get on with the rest of the show, I want to make sure I tell everybody that do me a favor as, you know, you know, uh, we live on uh, the video part of this on your help. Please subscribe to the channel. Uh, before I continue any further, I, I'm going to start saying this. Uh, subscribe to the channel. Give a thumbs up. If you like what I'm talking about, you know, uh, leave comments. Uh, I want to get to uh, start reading some of the uh, questions and channels as soon as it starts populating more and more people as we're doing more and more video streaming here on the network uh we have a fantastic show for you tonight and i know i often say that and sometimes i actually mean it tonight i actually uh mean it we have dave cruz is going to be with me on tonight and uh dave has a fantastic uh, radio show himself let me get that out there and uh get it out of the way make sure the cameras point correctly there all right. Anyway, Dave Cruz is no stranger to podcasting. He's been doing it for a long time. In fact, like I was uh, <clears throat> saying, has a great show called Beyond the Strange. And uh, boy, am I happy to have him back on the show. He's a fantastic host. And I love talking about the strange universe we find ourselves in uh, with him uh, as it's happening. And today, folks, we have a lot of strange stuff to cover. I got a couple of new things that I want to get to and cover and uh, talk about lots happening in the world, and a lot of good and bad's been happening in the world. As you guys know, put that over there, put that over here for later, this is for now. Alright, anyway. So, as you guys know, uh, there's always news to talk about, uh, especially these days, when it comes to politics, 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 as is driving everybody bananas, uh, you know, it's, uh, everybody, it doesn't matter what spectrum you fall in, whether you're Republican or Democrat, you know, one or the other, uh, everybody has an agenda, everybody has a point of view, and everybody has the right to, you know, say what they want to say, uh, as long as it doesn't hurt others, correct? Now, the problem is, when you're in a certain position and you say stupid things, you engulf flames and you, and you do, uh, well, you do harm to others. Uh, by gaslighting situations. And I'm going to get to a story here which really caught my attention earlier tonight uh, where the VP Kamala Harris herself is gaslighting a very bad situation. 
and uh, blaming it on white supremacy, blaming it on Donald Trump, the previous administration, like they're still responsible for everything that happens in the world. Because, you know, anything bad that happens, automatically Trump is at fault, right? Like this is uh, their go-to guy. He is no longer the president, but yet they still blame him for everything. I'm, I'm waiting for the day that they blame him for the death of Jesus. And and I'm not even being uh, like, you know, I, I, actually, you know, you get time half joking, obviously, but uh, I'm not going to be shocked if they actually go back one day and and in, in history and say, look, Democrats blamed a president named Donald Trump for the death of our Lord Jesus Christ. And that might be written in the history books one day because that's how sick these people are. And uh, again, the TDS, the Trump, uh, Trump derangement syndrome is hitting the charts, folks. When you hear this story, it's going to knock your socks off. It's a terrible thing that happened to this Asian person. Had nothing to do with the white guy. Uh, actually, it was a black guy who did it, but we're going to get to that in a second. Uh, I got that. I got a couple of uh, videos I want to play uh, You know, before we get to our guest, uh, which will be in the next 30 minutes. Again, Dave Cruz will be with me. And uh, a couple of the clips are to deal again with uh, President Joe Biden, Sleepy Joe. As you guys know, uh, Sleepy Joe took quite a tumble this week as Humpty Dumpty himself uh, fell off the great uh, well, stair staircase to Air Force One and took a tumble down not once, not twice, but three times he made it as he fell. Uh, luckily enough, uh, he got up. And he made it up the stairs and even did the salute at the end, right? Maybe a little bit too late. I don't know. Uh, but he did salute. And he did finally make it up the stairs. Now, you know, the left is already covering for him saying, oh, it's no big deal. You know, he's fine. There's, you know, nothing and nothing's going on with his health right now. Can you imagine if that was Donald Trump who fell? in front of the cameras, and, uh, and the media picked up on it. Can you imagine, uh, you know, how much uh, we would have to hear about that in the, in the mass, uh, in the mainstream media, in social media, how all these leftists are, uh, would be running wild with that? I mean, uh, picture that for a second as I take a sip of my Mountain Dew Code Red. <sighs> Shout out sponsoring. Um, they're not really, they should be a sponsor because that's the only soda I could drink. But... Imagine if it was Donald Trump. Imagine if it was Trump Jr. Imagine if it was any of the conservatives uh, on the right who had a fall. Ted Cruz, for example, or Marco Rubio, or any of these cats. If they fell the way uh, the way Biden fell, it'll be headline news everywhere, right? And the, and the media will be running away with it, laughing their ass off. You'd have Dom Lemonhead and. Anderson Pooper Scooper and and all these uh, you know leftist mongoloids on the ma on mainstream media like what's your face Rachel Madcow and all these other idiots running wild with the story oh Trump fell uh, I mean the perfect example and I've seen this already reported on a couple other sites was the time that Trump uh, needed help walking down a ramp because he had slippery shoes he had to spend what like two hours talking to people. Um, without sitting down, he was sweating. I think he had just come off of, like, being sick recently or something like that uh, with uh, the China bug. And 
you know, he had a couple of issues, and sure, you know, he didn't want to fall like an idiot, right? Because Donald Trump still has it up here. He's still in prime time, unlike uh, Sleepy Joe, who's sleepy at 6 p.m. And, uh, you know, Trump did the logical thing. He, he asked uh, one of the other uh, folks there, one of the military guys, if they could help him down the ramp. And, and look, I'm 43. If I'm walking down a slippery ramp with slippery, you know, dress shoes on, it's rainy, and I was just sick, and I just did a two or three hour gig standing up, speaking to a huge crowd of like 15, 20,000 people, the last thing I want is to have a slip and fall. It doesn't matter what your age is. So if you think, eh, well, you know, like, give me a hand. That's logical. That's called using your head. That's being smart. Now, what's not smart is if you recently broke your foot or leg and you're still healing, but you can walk, but you're still not 100%, maybe, I don't know, like the situation, but it was just a couple of months ago that he broke his leg, Joe Biden, and you're sprinting up an escalator with slippery shoes on. Now, it might not even be his health as to why he fell the first time, uh, why he fell the second and the third time. I have no idea if that was nerves or whatever. But he fell, I think, because of the slippery shoes. So I'm I'm throwing a cover at him. I'm not trying to say that he's unhealthy. I'm saying Joe Biden might have slipped and embarrassed the hell out of himself. And, of course, now, you know, we all get a good laugh at his expense. And rightfully so, because Joe Biden deserves to get laughed at at any time possible why do i say that am i being mean am i being a jerk maybe but sometimes people deserve uh, when you're a jerk because they act like a jerk and if you act like a jerk then you should be treated like a jerk that's just my motto uh maybe i'm wrong about that i don't know now joe biden you know and kamala harris of course are no saints i mean again getting back to the story i was talking about earlier the one i'm going to read in a few minutes here um, these two are blaming white supremacists and Trump for things that white supremacists are not doing and Trump supporters are not doing and Trump hasn't done. Um, in fact, uh, every time that I've seen somebody get punched in the face, whether they're Asian, white, or black, has been done by a member of either Black Lives Matter or by some just uh, black thug. Uh, let's call it what it is. Uh, but Kamala Harris, of course, spent years putting black folks in jail. That's part of her agenda. So did Joe Biden. So now, I guess, in their mentality, the way to win back the black votes, since black folks have now come to terms with the fact that they've been played by these two idiots for years, they're now blaming everything on white people. Even when it's a black dude who punched the Asian guy. Uh, no, it's, it's, it's white supremacist. Uh, even though when there's a shooting in Georgia, which we don't know whether who the hell did it, uh, right? Uh, some Asian people got shot. Might have been an Asian gang, black gang, who knows? White gang, who the hell knows? But automatically they're going to, to the white supremacist card. And that's dangerous, folks, because what they're doing is they're basically making it so anytime there's any crime, they can push the, the uh, race agenda again in your face and say, oh, white supremacist did it. But how is that possible? It's like when they arrested the uh, Proud Boys guy and they try to say he's a white supremacist, but he's a black Cuban. 
Now, I hate to break it to them, but white supremacists do not like black Cubans. But yet, that's how uh, the guy from the Proud Boys got labeled as a white supremacist. It's like they were watching Chappelle's show, and they are like, black white supremacist? Check. We got that one done. Women who sleep so they underwear with the dick hole in them. Check. We got a lot of those on our side. Remember that one when Chappelle was talking about Rosie O'Donnell? Huh? Chappelle's show wouldn't last that long today with cancer culture and and uh, the racist, uh, you know, narcissist art out there who can't laugh at jokes anymore. In fact, he's been called out by the alphabet community several times for his specials on Netflix and stuff. So that tells you right there, like, even Chappelle is kind of like on thin ice. And he's married to an Asian woman, funny enough. Uh, and I think his sister is Muslim. He might be Muslim himself also. Maybe that's why they haven't attacked him too much. As you guys know, I've been kind of saying this for a while. And by the way, somebody just mentioned, yep, Rogue One. That's the shirt I got on. But uh, I've been saying this for a while. Uh, and anybody who listens to or watches this show knows what I'm, I'm going to say next. The issue here is not white supremacy, even though they should be condemned at all costs. Uh, there's no room for the KKK, white supremacy, hate groups in general, period. Uh, and I condemn all of them. But the fact is that the violence that we're seeing are not coming from white supremacists. Uh, even when you talk about the capital, there was a lot of people in there. There were just common folk, uh, you know, Latinos, blacks, you know, Asians were there. In fact, there's a, a whole movement of Asians for Trump. Uh, they were in favor of Trump. They were out there. Uh, I've seen rallies where you have Vietnamese uh, that are pro-Trump, ch- uh, pro, you know, Chinese that are pro-Trump here in America. Why are they pro-Trump? Because they come from countries that have communism in them and socialism, and they don't want that here. And it's funny that Kamala Harris and Joe Biden are blaming these acts of violence with Donald Trump and white supremacy when the actual people have said over and over again that, no, we left our country because of the stuff that the left is doing here now. And yet the media doesn't want to run with that. They don't want to actually, you know, talk about that. They want to label everything Trump's fault, right? Well, that's the society we live in, folks, where everything is one man's fault. Even though he was president for four years, apparently, Trump is a very powerful man. When he is the cause of all the hate that's ever happened in the world, he is the cause of all the problems that's ever happened in the world. Apparently... Trump is the most, he must be God himself because it seems like he is the most powerful human being that's ever walked the earth. So powerful that he has millions of people convinced that everything's his fault. March peacefully, patriotically, that must mean riot, according to the left. Are we playing like double standards here like what's going on you know they want to talk about violence in the capital one person died from the capital let's be real here not seven one and she was shot by a secret agent or a secret service guy right the officer who died who got like 
this amazing treatment by the people who want to defund the police and abolish the police, but they love the police when it fits their agenda, right? So these same fine folks in Congress who made this police officer like the superstar who passed away, sadly enough, he didn't get beat to death like they were reported originally uh, with fire extinguishers. He didn't get, you know, beaten to death by any pro-Trump supporters. Um, he was involved in a scuffle. He took a tumble. He got up. He went home. He had a, what was it, a heart attack or a, or a stroke later that night. Uh, wasn't even in the, uh, you know, area of the Capitol. It was far off, had nothing to do with the Capitol stuff. A couple of other cops who committed suicide. How is that Trump's fault? How is that Trump supporters' fault? I mean, none of us caused any of that stuff, but yet, you know, you know, we, we all get blamed for that. So, uh, it's just, uh, it's an amazing time to live in, uh, when you consider the hypocrisy, folks, of, of what really happens in this, uh, amazing world like this here happens. Check that out. Let's replay that. Look at that. Look at that. Walking up the stairs. Can't do it. Oh. 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 Joe Biden. Leader of the free world. Joe Biden, the leader of the free world, can make it up a few stairs. Let's One more time. One more time. And here we go. That's one. That's two. That's three. Oh. Sleepy Joe. Now, you want to know what really happened. Uh, you know, CGI goes a long way, folks. Uh, CGI erased what really happened. Let's take a look at that. Oh. You guys saw that? One more time. One. It's all Trump's fault. I'm sorry. I guess it was Trump after all. It must have been uh, something I forgot. I don't know. Uh, but apparently Trump is uh, a menace to society as uh, he hit Sleepy Joe in the head. I, I did not even see that coming. <sighs> Anywho. Check this story out. This is uh, the one I want to get to. This is this uh, should make everybody just uh, uh, very, very upset. I mean, it really should. Uh, you could read this over on my website, angelespino.com. Uh, that's uh, angelespino.com. Again, bookmark my website, por favor, as it's uh, very important uh, because, believe it or not, it's like banned on Facebook. I like I can't post my own link. It's amazing, but as you can see, the uh, fine gentleman over here, this this guy here in the pink and black, he is the person the Crime Stoppers are trying to uh, get because this unlawful and uh, just unwanted person here, uh, showing how screwed up the world is. While a 60-year-old man got sucker punched in the face by a stranger on a Tribeca subway train, leaving him in critical condition. This is the latest victim of an anti-Asian hate uh, 
uh, a good Samaritan who uh, helped the victim told the Daily News, Kamala Harris uh, told the Daily News. Now, Kamala Harris and Joe Biden, like I said, are blaming Trump and white supremacists for the violence. Again, does this guy here look like a uh, Trump supporter? Look at that. Right? Does he look at all like a Trump supporter? Now, it says here that the guy used uh, the foul language when he said, you motherfucking Asian, you nasally dressed man, yelled, according to witness uh, George Okrepiki, um, without warning, the six foot two attacker walloped the victim in the face, leaving him covered in blood and dripped down his face jacket. The attacker threw what appeared to be uh, a uh, balled up newspaper before punching the victim. Okrepiki said, um, I was in a state of shock. Uh, Okrepiki, who is 55, the CEO of an X or AX trading co uh, company, who happened to be sitting across from the victim and nearly an empty subway car. It's incredibly disgusting attacking an Asian-American. I tried to go after the assailant, but he took off, Okrepki said. I went back to the elderly gentleman and took off my scarf and wrapped it around him, waiting for the EMT to show up. Okay, let me scroll up here. Uh, medics rushed the victim to the New York uh, Presbyterian uh, uh, Lower Manhattan, where he was in critical but stable condition. Police said family members uh, told NBC uh, news that he is from Sri Lanka. Police have not yet designated the attack as a hate crime. But it is a hate crime. But, of course, uh, well, they don't want to call it a hate crime just yet because, you know, it doesn't fit their narrative as it was a black dude who did it uh, against an Asian guy. Uh, but now the other one that Kamala Harris is reporting on in Atlanta, automatically, hate crime, white supremacist, Donald Trump. How is this not a hate crime? Huh? What's the difference? You motherfucking Asian, this nasally dressed man yelled. You motherfucking, how is that not a hate crime? You see what I'm talking about, folks? Do you see where I'm getting at? Now, the, uh, the Kripke said here, I took the photos uh, of the incident to show the crimes keep happening in NYC subway week after week. Kripke uh, said, I just had a hunch, uh, I just had lunch, sorry, uh, with a friend of mine who is an Asian American, and it's brutal to see the rise in crime against Asian Americans. The assailant fled the train, but not before the surveillance cameras caught him walking through the station looking at a cell phone cops released the image of the suspect sunday and asked the public to help identify him and tracking him down he is believed to be about 30 okrepki says he will be back on the train on monday and uh, he said if i saw this happen again i will do the right thing and help again uh, maybe i uh, next time don't take a photo actually get involved in like Jump on the guy, punching the poor innocent guy, and uh, you know try to help take him down so the cops could arrest him, so he just doesn't get away. I am happy that they took images uh, of uh, the attacker, and once again, let's uh, put that there. So, folks, if you see this face right here, if you see this guy, okay, you're not racist for reporting this, okay? You'd be an asshole for not reporting this guy. For punching an innocent person. I don't care if he's Asian, white, Chinese, 
Mexican, Cuban, I don't care if he's from another planet. If you're sitting innocently, you're not bothering anybody, it's nobody's right to go and just punch you in the face and knock you the hell out. They did this to Rick Moranis a few months ago. Luckily, he's okay. Uh, hopefully, this uh, Asian gentleman is fine and uh, gets uh, recovered. But again, gaslighting does not help the situation, folks. And Kamala Harris needs to shut her pie hole. I don't care if she's the vice president or, or whatever the hell she thinks she is. Gaslighting on situations does not help. That's not how you bring the country together. That's how you keep us divided and you keep spreading false propaganda. This is a problem. And Joe Biden and Kamala Harris are a major issue when they started propagating lie after lie after lie to cover up for problems that are being caused by Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Last summer of love, who was rioting, who was looting, it was Antifa and Black Lives Matter. Wasn't white supremacist, guys. Okay? Let's be real on that. There might have been a few scattered with the Boogaloo Boys, but that, they also are in cahoots with Black Lives Matter and with uh, Antifa, believe it or not. They don't like Trump or the White House or the uh, previous administration, and most of them are Democrats. So go figure. Again, this is a political stance. They're trying to take over the country. They're doing a fine, good job of it. And, uh, you know, for all the people they killed last year, and for all the people that are dying from the Kung Flu virus, I haven't seen a whole lot of paranormal activity compared to the numbers, right? And uh, as I go on break here in a minute, and I get my guest uh, Dave on, we're going to talk just about that, how there's been very little paranormal activity considering the amount of people that are dying. Go figure. So, uh, yeah, let's go uh, and take a little break here, uh, guys, and get our guest on. And, uh, well... We're going to get to a fun show with Dave Cruz, and we're going to talk again about paranormal stuff, stuff, and more stuff. So stick around. This is Inside the Jackal's Head with a whole lot more coming up on PSN TV and PSN Radio. And, of course, the world-famous SoFlow Radio. And here we go. Unleashed Jeremy Hansen, the most explosive pro-American podcast on the planet. Pro-MAGA, pro-Trump, pro-conservative. Come join the resistance. Fight for what really matters in America. 5 p.m. Central on UJHLive.com, Spreaker, iHeartRadio, Pandora, or MegaBook.com. Come join the resistance and fight for America. Unleashed Jeremy Hansen. This year, firefighters like Fire Chief James Hall will battle wildfires around the country in hopes of containing them. But firefighters can't do it alone. A single ember that escapes from a wildfire can travel more than a mile, or it can ignite and destroy your home and community. Get fire adapted. Learn simple steps you can take now to reduce wildfire damage later at fireadapted.org. A public service message brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service and the Ad Council. Learn more at fireadapted.org. Come listen to the bloviating Zeppelin's Berserk Bobcat Saloon Radio Show Tuesday and Thursday nights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific for the best in late-night conservatarian wireless talk radio at shrmedia.com. 
Raised as a free-range child with dirt and freedom, BZ is broadcasting behind enemy lines in occupied California. Jump into our plush, sumptuous, palatial, and resplendent chat room at shrmedia.com. Now, with 18% more umbrage and 20% more bulbosity than previous shows, and with delicious Liberty Additives. Remember, BZ realizes that with great beard comes great responsibility. No chinchillas were harmed, embarrassed, or the focus of any sarcasm whatsoever in the making of this ad. Hey, Mom, why is the sky blue? Why don't animals talk? Why do dogs have wet noses? Why is an 11 pronounced 1-T-1? Kids ask a lot of questions. Why do I have a belly button? But you don't have to know every answer. Why is the ocean salty? Because you don't have to be perfect to be a perfect parent. Why are there 50 states? There are thousands of children in foster care who don't need every question answered. Why is pizza round? They just need you. For more information on how you can adopt, go to AdoptUSKids.org. A public service announcement from the U.S. Department of Health and Human Services, AdoptUSKids, and the Ad Council. Now you can share the topics that drive the discussions of your favorite talk shows with TalkStream Live's topic-driven talk radio. List and promote real-time talk radio topics or post the topics that you want to hear. Hot topics are tweeted and retweeted and include simple click-to-listen audio links. The future of talk radio is topic-driven talk radio. Available now at TalkStreamLive.com. TalkStream Live introduces our first-ever iPhone application, Mobile Talk Radio. Imagine having the freedom to take live talk radio with you anywhere you go. You'll be surprised how easy it is to use. So I think what's going on here is that Obama is banking on unemployment falling. Listen to live talk shows 24 hours a day, 7 days a week. Talk Stream Live. Now available in the iTunes App Store. The Hendersons are getting a new fence. Ah, who cares? They're swingers. I want a new fence. We just got one two years ago after your parents were killed. I want a new fence. That's it. We're never having sex again. Need a home loan fast? At the American Bank of Los Santos, we'll help you get the debt you need to make life easier. We'll show you how to look richer and be poorer. Your home is your equity. What exactly are you saving it for? You need to impress people fast, not in 20 years. It's only a risk if you get into money troubles or the economy changes, which doesn't seem likely. We know living in the suburbs is a constant con where you're defined by your lawn and your siding. Call American Bank of Los Santos when you need to add a rec room addition with a jungle swing or a jacuzzi for eight. Now that the kids have moved out and have drug problems of their own, maybe it's time to install a luxury marble wet bar so you can get drunk in private. American Bank of Los Santos. Dreams take money. Why worry about tomorrow if you look inadequate today? San Andreas just can't get enough of the Glory Hole theme park. place for magic and adventure. We all like speaking rodents to entertain and educate our kids. And now with Jerry Gerbil, the kids have someone they can really relate to. Kids, come and play. I've got puppies to show you. Yay, Jerry's speaking rodents. Go on, kids, have fun. I know it's safe. Jerry's wearing a latex bodysuit. See you later, Mom. We're off to have fun with strangers. Ride the log flume. 
owner of the Flaming Screen Machine. Glory Hole Theme Park. Glory Hole. Open every day till 3 a.m. Come live the mystery. Hello? Hi, is Mark there? Yeah. It's me, Shannon. We met at Jack's party. Yeah, how can I forget? Wow, how you doing? I haven't heard from you in, uh... Nine months. Hello? Some moments change your life. San Andreas Telephone, for those difficult conversations. Lager, the beer that brought the forest down. I drive an exotic imported sports car. I eat exotic foreign food like frankfurters and pizza. But when it comes to numbing my mind, I'm a patriot. I drink the beer that brought the forest down. I'm a lager man. And with the new 80-bottle trunk pack, you've got enough for the evening. Last night, I crapped in my bed and pissed in the closet. Hey, it's happy hour somewhere. Lager brings out the patriot in you. Fever. I was always eating fudge, but I wanted to snack on something else. The front is white and pure. The back is dark and naughty. What about nuts? You'll love the nuts. <sighs> Which side will you try first? Zebra Bar. It, it, it satisfies your exotic cravings, whatever they are. Put it in your mouth. Tired of all the sunshine and good weather? Looking for a real American vacation? Visit the Shining Jewel and the Rust Belt Crown, Casa City. It's a real man's vacation. The pride of a nation is in Casa City. It's steel, ice, and poverty. Spend a romantic evening in the beauty of the nighttime river glow at the Flaming River. Watch real men who make things lose their jobs and fight on our special Closing the Mill guided tour. Come see what we're really made of. This is real America. Drunk, proud, unemployed, and angry. Hear the eagle roar. In Casa City, this is what the heartland is all about. If only the world was less like this. I could use a smoke. Hey, put that out! And more like this. I could use a smoke. You murderer! I might have children one day! Smoking kills, unless you kill first. If you're around a smoker, you will die. Smokers may look relaxed and like they're having big fun. Don't believe it. Vote yes on Proposition 421. Let's outlaw smoking everywhere, even in people's homes, and allow honest citizens to legally kill anyone who smokes. Let's live in a world without smokers. Prohibition works. Let's prove it. Let's move up the food chain. It's time to smoke the smokers. Hey, Vote on. yes on Proposition 421. I miss little Vincent so much. He loved to play baseball. I, I was driving him to practice. I guess I was busy making eyes at the guy driving next to me. I didn't notice he was sticking his head out the window, his blonde hair blowing in the wind. Uh, honey, Vince's hair was black. That's not the point. We're lucky he was adopted, so we just got another. It's my life, and I don't want to forget anything. Documenting every moment of life is very important. Take plenty of pictures of your wife. You never know when she might leave you for another man. It's is important there, uh, to document your happiness while it is lasts. There a player and there? use Vakari Film when your son wins the game, when your daughter gets herpes. Vakari Film. Memories are forever. Sort of. It's me. Tomorrow, I will dream in green, okay. yellow oceans, and froth. On the beach. It's me. Your I'm an individual. What is love? It's me. Beauty, I dream. Meaning. Oh, and white. 
I need designer perfume. It's me. Shine. Buy Helmet Shine. Helmet Shine is a fantasy. Helmet Shine is a spectacle. Helmet Shine is you. Is you. If you desire it. I'm an individual. What I love the space between your ears. Advertising. on beaches. Shine. And the children. Tomorrow. I'm the white rabbit. I dream black and white. Radio. Realism. Radio. For the masses. All right, everybody, uh, welcome back to Inside the Jackal's Head live on PSN Dash. TV. I should get the uh, radio TV.com. Got to get that right. And of course, uh, public streaming network.com, soulflowradio.com, and angelespino.com, my main website. Tonight's podcast, if you guys want to check out the show later on, for those who can't catch it live, remember, it's always posted free on angelespino.com. Now, with me, uh, folks, the gentleman of the next hour and a half, who I have been wanting to get on the show for several weeks. And he's been very kind to, like, uh, you know, work with me because, of, uh, you know, March is not a good month. But finally, we made it happen. Dave Cruz from Beyond the Strange. Welcome back, brother. Thank you for being here with me tonight. Hey, Angel. Thanks a lot for having me on your show, man. I really appreciate it. It's always fun having you on, man. You, you know, you're uh, uh, in the world of the strange, just like the, uh, the rest of us here, uh, the paranormal as we like to call it, but it seems like the world has become one big paranormal, like, melting pot now. Like, what's paranormal anymore, uh, Dave? Uh, what, what do you have for us? Because everything seems paranormal these days. What do you think? Yeah, it does <laughs> seem like uh, it's kind of flip-flopped a little bit, right? I mean, uh, definitely seems like paranormal is the new pop culture, if if you know, if I could even say that. And... You know, it's every day now, it seems, in mainstream media, as a matter of fact, where you'll find stories of things that, you know, only our circles would talk about. Right. So it's very, very weird and very um, interesting. I think it's kind of cool in a way, but what's not really cool, Angel, is what's going on right now with, you know, the whole um, COVID thing starting, you know, of course, last year. Mm -hmm. And... um, and everything has just seems to have been ramped up since yep. then. You know, it's funny because I, I we were talking uh, off show, and uh, one of the topics I want to get to is, uh, and I mentioned it on the uh, first part of the show here, is how it seems that like with all the people that have supposedly died from COVID, uh, we haven't had the abundance of like ghostly activity showing up. Like people, like how did I die? Like what the hell happened? Like you know, it hasn't happened. Uh, but yeah, the numbers, you know, they say it's through the roof, and they want everybody locked in and locked down and mandated vaccinations and mandated masks and all these crazy things, but yet it kills less than 1%. Exactly. Amazing, isn't it? There, there, definitely seems, there definitely seems to be something going on with those numbers that don't add up. And speaking of numbers, I'm actually on the CDC website right now. Oh boy! And the case, the cases in the United States as of right now says twenty nine million, right? Six hundred thirteen thousand 
117 cases in the United States. That's a that's as far a as lot. Deaths, yeah. That is a lot. That is that is definitely now mind you, those are just cases. Right. Uh allegedly. Right. Let's go right. with that. And the deaths have tallied up in the United States alone to just over half a million at five hundred thirty nine thousand thirty eight deaths. Which is a lot. I mean one death is a lot, two deaths is a lot. Five hundred thousand, that's a lot. But but how come and Dave, you know, maybe you have an answer for this. How come like now it seems like everybody who dies dies of COVID nineteen? Um regular flu, which usually kills a, a couple hundred thousand people per year. Seems like it doesn't mm -hmm. kill anybody anymore. Um heart attacks are on, on record lows. Uh let's see, obesity, which normally kills I don't know how many thousands of people per year or is at a record low. It seems like every other form of death is low, except for this pesky coronavirus. Right, and you know what they did in the beginning, Angel, and when I say the beginning, we're talking January, February of last year. Yep. I'd say probably by either this time or April of last year, you started seeing videos of a lot of the stuff that didn't make sense with this whole pandemic and you actually yep. saw press conferences and there's a, there is a particular press conference. I can't remember what state it was or, or, or where, what ex was exactly, but it was a woman and she was talking about how as of that time, every death was being counted yeah. as a COVID related death. Yep. Whether there was, was a, a pressure. Accident? There was a pressure on a hot mic, Dave. I don't know if you remember seeing this uh, during the uh, the Trump administration. There was a press. Uh, you know, they were going to do uh, with. It wasn't Kaylee McEnany at the time. It was uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, who was uh, the press secretary for Trump, I believe, still. And this was early, early on, like the first couple of two or three months in. And on a hot mic, when they were preparing the room, they said that the numbers were inflated. And that it was mostly a lie. And these are the people that are putting together the pressure. So I, my thought is, wait a second, if these people are talking among, amongst themselves and they're, and they're calling a hot mic saying this. Well, how is that yes. not mainstream that, news? Yes. Uh, well, we already know mainstream media who they work for, right? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> they, definitely, they, they definitely don't, you know, have our best interests that, you know, they're they're working for the networks. They're working for the government, and they're being basically told what to say. Um, I don't know how many of the of, of these so-called um, you know members of the press actually believe that they're you know they're telling the truth. Um, I know I, I know there's there's been some who've left uh, that format because they're tired of lying. They know that this is yeah. that there's something wrong now. I want to be clear, Angel. I want to make sure that everyone here that is hearing me right now understands that I do believe, I do believe that there is a real COVID-19 virus, okay? I'm not saying that it's it's phony or it's fake. It's real. And and what I'm saying, what I, when I, what I, what I mean by that 
is there is a virus, much like the flu, much like you know, it's it's a COVID it's a COVID virus, it's a coronavirus, and that this virus is is definitely killing people, but it's not, in my opinion, okay, and this is just my opinion, it's not killing people the way mainstream media is presenting it. Correct. That's that's the thing right there. Now, I have had family who have passed away recently and over the past year, last year, from COVID-related illness, from, from the virus. I had a cousin who passed. I've had my aunt, my godmother who just passed. Uh, we just buried her last week, as a matter of fact, while we, we did the ceremony, the, you know, the viewing, because you still even, you can't even gather together to to say bye to people anymore yeah yeah your families to your loved ones to your friends mm -hmm. you know it but but they're it's getting a little bit better to where you know they, they they space out the chairs um you know there is no body of course they're cremating these bodies and um yeah i mean it's um it's just it's just it's, it's so crazy it is it's definitely a a, a more of a um, a mirror kind of world where it it just doesn't it, you know things aren't aren't right. This is definitely not right. You know, reality somehow it's, has changed. It's almost like we're living in the Mandela effect. You know, like yeah, yeah. There you go. Yeah, had like a, yeah. a mirror universe, and something just crazy happened when we stepped into. It. We don't even know the veil uh, is like this on the other side because I, you know, man, two years ago. Just two years ago, Dave, life was so much easier. You know, we're in the third year of Trump's administration. All we were talking about is the impeachment hoax and, uh, you know, Ukraine phone calls. And, and I was actually hoping there, was, there would have been a trial over that because I, I was dying to see them call witnesses and, and all kinds of shenanigans and see, you know, what else uh, they could uncover of that. Uh, but then this, you know, got laid on us and overnight like that, society flipped and now like we're living in this bubble where it, it really feels like you know the mandela effect uh, like it feels like so long ago that we were with the trump administration and so long ago that we were living in a normal life where we can go anywhere without any issues now you can't even go do laundry without a mask on the worst part is you can't even bury a loved one who passes away i lost my uncle last month uh to you know into the vaccine of all things mm. Not even to the I virus itself. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that. This is and, this is crazy. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, we don't, we still don't know anything about these vaccines, but yet yeah. people are, they're they're demanding these vaccines. They're you know they're dying for they're literally trying dying for these vaccines. Yeah, and yeah. we still don't know what's in it. They were never tested. They were basically rolled out right after. Oh, with the with the guinea pigs. And, we are the guinea pigs in this thing. I mean, make no oh, yeah. Yeah, make no sure. debate on that. Human beings are the test trials for this vaccine. My uncle, Dave, check this out. My uncle uh, was on hospice. He was older. He was in his 80s. Uh, not much older than Joe Biden. Okay, so Joe Biden's 78. My uncle's 80. So not much older, but he was in hospice. He had a couple strokes a few years ago. Not in perfect health, you know. But I had talked to him a week before the vaccine. He was okay. He was chipper. He was, you know, in good spirit. Um, you know, he had been in hospice because of prior condition, but he had been there for three years and alert, okay? 
gets the vaccine, four days later drops dead. Yeah, and, and you know, it's, uh, you know, I, um, let me see. I don't, I really don't have the numbers on the vaccines right now, but I do know that people are definitely, um, you know, getting, you know, they're, 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 they're reaching out for these vaccines and they don't even know what's in them. They only go by what, what's being told about what, you know, what's in these vaccines, mm-hmm. which is not very much. I mean, there's, a, there's a lot that goes into vaccines that people just don't realize. Yeah. Uh, you know, there's, there's a lot of good information and, um, and, and, uh, I think it's the movie called Vax. That's a, that, that's, that's a, a movie that people should watch. Um, and you know, take, course take everything with a grain of salt right you know by the way i've you know i've been doing my show for the last six years mm-hmm. um yep and 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 i've met lots of people over those years and i t- again i take because everybody is responsible to do their own research Correct. and form their own opinions and i say yep. that you know it's 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 said at the beginning of my shows you know, I, I say it throughout the show. Listen, you guys, do your research. You know, mm-hmm. don't take my word for it. Trust me. You don't want to. You don't want to just take my word for it. Go out, do your research, and find the truth out for yourself. Oh, it's like I tell everybody, and I copied this from a friend of mine, Kaiser. I'm the I'm only an expert on my own agendas, my own point of views, and my own opinions. I'm not an expert on anybody else's opinions. You do your own research. You, you have your own opinion. Form it your own way. All I can do is be a mouthpiece to show you information, and, uh, you know, what you do with that is, you know, on your end, and you do your own homework. I never want anybody to take my word for it. Uh, when you, when Mm -hmm. you do that, it's like you're brainwashing people, and that's what the left does now in the media. Uh, it, uh, it's become like this game, whereas they constantly are not telling you information like a news source should tell you information. They're literally telling you this is the way you need to behave or else and if you don't follow what we're saying it's going to be bad and it's do as we say not as we do or not as you know we suggest it's do it or else that's dangerous you know that's communism i mean there's no other way around it or any other way to put it uh you know we're being told what to do how to do it and by government and you know what's funny dave because for a long time you know liberals had this um kind of like a stigma that they were for less government but it seems like that's also flipped because they want government and everything now oh yeah absolutely well you know especially after what's happened you know during this pandemic mm-hmm. people have been laid off people have yeah. been you know told to go home work from home you know you don't even have to go into the office anymore. Uh, you know, I've even heard people say they love wearing their mask because now they don't have to shave or they don't have to put on makeup or they don't have to do this or they don't have to do that. And it's just become so lazy now. People just, they, they rather have peop, other people like the government step in and, you know, they feel that they're being taken care of, with, which is a false sense of security, by the way. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, we, as far as we know, uh, you know, this could could all started from from them. 
<laughs> you know what I'm saying? Well, and I'm not I'm not making an accusation. I'm just saying. I'm we just don't saying we don't want to get deplatformed, so right. thread carefully. I know, I know, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I allegedly, and, and, and I'm just saying allegedly. But uh, really quick, uh, Angel, I want to just uh, go back to the uh, vaccines, mm-hmm. and this is data from the CDC. You can look at it, cdc.gov. The COVID-19 vaccine data, total doses distributed as of today, 1 million, no, excuse me, 156,734,555 doses have been distributed. Wow. Okay. Total doses administrated, excuse me, administrated, excuse my vocabulary, my, my <laughs> administered. Administered, yes. <laughs> 124,481,412 doses have been administered. So that's a fraction of a billion, but that's a very high number. Yeah. And we're just getting started. Yeah. Well, remember, they, they, they want to vaccinate the entire country. They want to vaccinate the entire world. Well, yeah, but they want to do America first because, you know, that's part of the agenda. And uh, that's why they're, you know, they're, they're rolling out the vaccinations at record numbers here. I mean, how many of that covers America? Right. Yeah, that's that's a good question. That, that, that'll that definitely be, you know. Uh, we need to definitely check that out. And how many of that uh, are going? Yeah, as, and, and we know this, Dave. We know this for a fact. No matter what country, um, the vaccines are going towards the elderly first, right? The elderly, the first responders, you know, people uh, are usually the ones who are getting it first. And uh, who are the ones who are being attacked mostly by the virus, supposedly? The elderly, right? The, the people who are mm-hmm. sick uh, are the ones that are, I guess, easier to catch this thing. And my uncle, who was elderly, sick, passed away from the vaccine. He had he didn't have the virus. He had the vaccine, and he died. Um, you know, that's another interesting aspect to this whole puzzle, uh, because you know we have the virus, so we know are, are killing elderly. Now we have a vaccine that is not proven that might kill more people, and they're giving it to the elderly. It's almost like they want to do away with the old, so they can bring in the new. You know what I mean? Replace the old with the new. And, you know, you're seeing across the board here where they have now opened the borders to let all these illegals flood into the country. As they kill a lot of people, they're letting illegals come in without vaccinations. Uh, A lot of them have come in with the COVID-19 already. Uh, So they're bringing in the virus, and it's become laughable because now it's easier to come in through the border than it is to get on an airplane and travel to another state if you're a citizen. Talk about ironic, isn't it? Like, I have to show more paperwork to get on a freaking plane to go anywhere than some dude who came from Guatemala could just go through the border with a couple of coyotes. Yeah, no, um, absolutely. I mean, you know, th- there's there's people who are coming into this country. And remember when Obama was president, he had opened the borders. Yeah. And people were coming in, in droves. You know, from from these borders, and uh, and it was and afterwards it was known that a lot of people did bring in a lot of different diseases, and you know the, 
Nope. They weren't the administ the administration wasn't doing anything about it. Remember the kind of like the, you were saying, Mandela effect, right? Well, yeah. guess what? We're, we, it's, it, this is kind of like um, deja vu again with this new administration. And isn't it funny? Obama kind of like resembled Mandela a little bit. You know, Nelson Mandela. Have you ever noticed that? Uh, yeah, a little bit. Yeah, right? That's true. The Obama that's effect. True. We can call this. Another, another synchro, that's for sure. <laughs> uh, you, you know, it, it's hysterical. One thing that I, I wanted to also get to, because I know you, you deal with uh, not only current events, and, uh, you know, this is fascinating also. Uh, last year, I interviewed Steve uh, Bassett, who's a great friend for over a decade now, and I've had him on the show, you know, many <laughs> times. Awesome dude. And, uh, you know, he dropped uh, a number for me. Um, when he thought disclosure was going to happen, he actually dropped a date, and he said it was going to be April-ish, around there, of this year, 2021, where he thought disclosure was going to happen, and he was very uh, adamant about that because of the way he saw the political climate moving, and this is pre-election. And uh, Trump, in December, uh, made a, a, a mandate or, or a bill or something that within 180 days uh, there was going to be some form of uh, of Pentagon disclosure on their UFO knowledge, right? And that falls right into around April, ironically enough. And this is kind of interesting because for years and years and years, the left wanted to be the disclosure party. Remember Hillary and Podesta and even Obama, who kind of like squirmed away from the subject. They didn't really want to talk about it, but he was the one that said, yeah, Area 51 is real. You know, we, we do secret projects there and whatnot. And that was the first time that got acknowledged by anybody. And uh, it's kind of funny that, I, you know, that happened and with Trump and... Steve Bassett made that date, you know, before Trump, uh, you know, signed that bill, and now it seems like we're getting more and more information on that front. Do you think that maybe some of this might have to do with uh, guys coming from the skies, maybe uh, you know, telling us uh, we got to like terraform the human race, you know, like GMO people? Well, um, yeah, no, uh, I, you know, GMOs <laughs> definitely have a part in this, um, you know. You've heard of chemtrails, right? Of I mean, course. I'm sure yeah, yeah. you've talked about them as well. And yeah. people have also talked about how uh, diseases come from chemtrails, yep. such as a disease called Morgellons. Correct. And, yep. uh, you know, th that kind of, uh, you know, it's, you know, there, there's, there, there's, there's all kinds of stuff we can get into about this. But I just wanted to bring up the fact that, you know, um, it's definitely from our skies where a lot of stuff happens. Um, I believe there was a UFO incident and I can't remember the date, and, but there was a UFO incident where after seeing UFOs, uh, there was some uh, cloud cover that, um, that, that came after this, after seeing the UFOs. And then uh, there was like a, like a, like a red, a red tinted type of, of rain. Almost. It was almost like blood. And people were getting sick from it after kind of like an acid rain. And, but, but they, they couldn't figure out what, what, what was the virus? You know, what was the disease that was coming from the rain, the water? 
Um, interesting. It's a very interesting story. I, I've um, I've been wanting to talk about. It. There's so much stuff to talk about, Angel. It's just it's crazy. I mean, it never ends. Was that recently? Because I haven't read that story. How long ago was that? Mm. No, it was um, it was a long time. Ago. Um, and, uh, matter of fact, I don't know if we have a break or not coming up, but we, I can definitely you know, bring it up and we can. Or, you know, talk about that more if you want. No, no, we don't have a break for a little bit, but uh, if you want to uh, bring it up and uh, talk about it, that's definitely interesting. Uh, it, it wouldn't shock me if, if there's some form of terraforming going on on the planet. Uh, I mean, you know, evolution does happen on a natural basis. I do believe that. Um, but if you're trying to take over a planet, you might want to speed it up and do it in a way that fits your agenda or your your population's need you know we've all seen you know sci-fi movies like man of steel and you know stuff like that where mm -hmm. they're terraforming the planet and they try to turn it into something like new krypton or whatever but you know movies often you know they give us like clues of things that might be really happening while i'm not saying you're really gonna have a superman and a zod fighting but what if there could be a race that could actually do that and come down and just you know start changing the world as they see fit that is scary in itself because we would even will we see it coming it's kind of like if we go to the backyard and start messing with ants yeah and you know that's definitely again you know going back to a lot of um the people i've had on my show and talking to them some people believe that there are people or not people but extraterrestrials on this on our planet already yep who have started that agenda and, you know, you can call them Dracos, um, you can call them Archons, they have different, you know, names, so, you know, lizard people, whatever, right. uh, reptilians. And, uh, you know, the, they, they, they're also shapeshifters and, you know, they blend in with, hum the, you know, the human race. And, you know, they've started this agenda to where they are terraforming our, they want our, our, our planet terraformed exactly the way that, you know, they, they came from so that they can live on this planet the way they lived on theirs. My question maybe is, even... why is it taking so long? I mean, because the, the Dracos and the reptilians, uh, according to lore, go back a long, long time. So don't you think they would have done it by now? Uh, I mean... It's it... my opinion that, it, you know, things that change over time is less likely to raise suspicion than things happening right right away and you know less likely for people to you know take arms and fight back if you will uh look, look what's happening right now i mean i th i think again things that are that are changing over over time are slowly you know getting into people's minds and programming them to where they're accepting things more and more uh, and what happened last year, for whatever reason, and I, and and don't get me wrong, I don't I don't take a side either when it comes to Democrat, Republican, conservative, liberal. Personally, I think all politics lead to the same thing. They just want power, yeah. And they want control over all of us, not mm -hmm. just the United States. I'm talking about the whole human race and 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 you know and our planet and you know. Um, you know, it's an agenda, a new world order agenda. And I really believe that, you know, that, you know, all, all these countries are coming together to 
join the, the new world order. You know, it's, it's, it's just, it's, it's, it's so, it is complex. It is complicated to just, you know, talk to someone right off you know the street and say, Hey, did you know that there's lizard people in the government? <laughs> you know, it, that doesn't fly well sometimes. You know? Unless they're, you know. yeah, unless they've been following David Ike, then they might know what you're talking about, uh, because exactly. yeah, he, he's uh, one of those who's been very vocal on that. What I do find funny though about the the whole you know reptilian agenda is uh, how Hollywood has even you know gone that route and uh, glamorized that with you know TV shows like V, which uh, had you know reptilians in it, uh, and you know mm -hmm. again Hollywood sometimes gives us little nuggets of information which are based on some facts, so you you never know that might be uh, something that that actually has some legit you know backing to it. There is a lot of mythology with it when it comes to like ancient aliens and astronauts and stuff, and I'm not even talking about the show Ancient Aliens. I'm talking about like actual uh, artifacts and stuff that we found that looks you know kind of fishy, like it could be from ancient ETs. But I often wonder though, Dave, like how many of those artifacts that we think are from ancient aliens are just ancient artifacts from humans on Earth that had technology to leave the planet, and you know had technologies which now we're like looking at like were these aliens were these from earth you know we, we can't tell because they look exotic and they look like airplanes or crafts or whatever which we're not using today so i mean there's also a little bit of that now i do think uh you know because one question we always get asked when we do ufo stuff and ufology stuff is uh and, and this is you know across the board you're gonna get this question is how do they get here from there or do they come from like another galaxy because the distance is so you know vast and far and if unless we you know find a way to do wormholes or, or warp speed or anything like that you know it's nearly impossible my theory is dave is that all these so-called ancient aliens that might have come to earth and some that might still be here are not just, uh, you know, maybe ancient humans or ancient beings that were on Earth at one point, but maybe they were all beings and some still are inhabiting our planets in our own solar system. So it's not like they're coming from, like, Alpha Centauri or another galaxy. They might be living on Mars, traveling here back and forth for centuries, trying to terraform Earth, because that's how Mars used to be, for example. And a lot of humanoids or human beings might be direct descendants of Martians. Uh, shout out to Gary the Mad Martian who does a good podcast here on the network, and he talks often about that kind of stuff also. And that's a, a interesting thought itself. Is what if our solar system is not what we've been told, and there is life within our solar system outside of the Earth? It's just different than ours chemically, also because they're a little bit further from the sun, a little closer. So that, you know, the habitable zone for them is different than ours. So their chemistry will be a little bit different. Even the physics mm -hmm. might be a little bit different than ours. So, you know, when you put all those things into into consideration, it's very possible that, yeah, we're being visited by locals, not really outsiders of, you know, of our solar system, which would be, I think, a little bit more, you know, logical to think of that. And Easy, easily kept from all of us because even with the best telescope here on Earth, it's not like you can fine tune it and look right inside a planet and see what's going on. You can see, a, you know, a hazy world 
if you look at Saturn or, or your Venus or one of these planets or Mars from the very best telescope, you're not going to get a very good shot. Now, of course, if you're actually traveling there, you're going to be able to see it. And who's to say that we haven't gone to Mars or any of these planets on a regular basis, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, it's really hard, you know, to, in, in some ways, it, it's hard to really tell if these uh, alien races were here before us, you know. Um, but then, you know, when, when you look at the Bible, uh, Angel, as well, you know, there's a lot of hints in 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 the in the Holy Bible that actually tells you, yeah, things that are not, you know, if you want paranormal, I like like I always go back to the Bible. I you know that's that's what I do, you know, because you know not only is it supposedly a um a, 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 you know a story of of you know the you know the whole bloodline of of Jesus and and all that, but it also talks a lot about things that happened back in, in in those days right that are unexplained just like you know what, what we talk about you know there's often talk about um you know angels for one mm-hmm. you know there you go that's definitely et e. right there you know where these you know beings are not human right you know they're not they're not human and so have they lived here all this time or you know or are they traveling from you know, either um, some kind of machine that can transport them back and forth. Um, is there was there a spacecraft? It, 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 there there has been um, images from the Bible that also talks about um, UFOs. You Correct. Know, like yeah. the, the wheel in the sky uh, with uh, Ezekiel's wheel. Yeah. Say, yeah. There you go. Yep. And, and so you know. There's all there's all kinds, and you know Jesus himself said, "I know this is not my world." Yeah, he's, he's not of this world. And remember, so there's, who, there's a lot of who is the uh, the, yeah. the one talking to the to the bush, the burning bush. Oh, Moses. Moses, right? Uh, who's not to say he wasn't talking to like an alien, communicating to him, and he thought it was a exactly. bush, because <laughs> you know, because you know trees talk, <laughs> right? Yeah, well, you know, you know. <laughs> You never know. Smoke them I mean, if you supposedly, got them. Uh, plants do get worried. Um, <laughs> plants get nervous when when people start talking about you know making salad. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna chop us. It's... And, and if it's Arnold, oh, it's like get to the chopper. That's thing that's that's really weird. <laughs> uh, what's what was that movie? Uh, the one with the. The, the the wieners talking and stuff. The food were, was talking. Yeah. It was an animated movie not too long ago. I think Seth Rogen has something to do. I can't remember the name either, but I don't know what yes. you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Very funny movie. Very, very funny. What if that was actually something that happened when we weren't watching? Like right now in the fridge, everybody's like saying, oh, my God, guys, if he comes in here, he's making a sandwich. It's going to be genocide because he's going to eat all the ham. And you see the ham just crying in Boss the corner. What was the name? Sausage Party. Sausage Party. There you go. Yeah. That, that, how do we forget that? I know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. But it was. It was. You know. It was. It was kind of disturbing watching that movie because it, it almost seemed like, again, you know, going back to a story where the food's being round up by people, mm-hmm. 
and the food were like they thinking oh well they're gonna they're gonna take us to a better place right but then end up on a plate yeah <laughs> and then and, and they're eating so what's to say that this isn't the same story that we're being herded and these aliens that are coming are beaming us up to be the main course and hey. you know twilight zone did a an episode I was about to say, uh, yep. you, you took it right out of my uh, my mouth there. That's uh, uh, it was a slip of the tongue. I was about to like slip it out. Uh, yeah, how to uh, serve man, and uh, it was a cookbook. It was a cookbook. <laughs> a brilliant episode. Uh, I I love that uh, Twilight Zone again. Hi, Hollywood telling us maybe some nuggets of info which we might take and uh, put in the old noggin there and keep it stored up there, because it might be true. Now, wouldn't that suck? It's yeah. very possible. You know, I, I've often, but, speaking of uh, strange universes and in strange times, you know, I've heard uh, from abductees who I've interviewed in the past who have told me that um, the purpose of why they're harvesting uh, it on this planet is not for consumption for food like we would eat food, but they feast off our negative energy. Have you heard that before? Yes, it's called louche, and uh, you know it's the it's the energy that is um, brought on by number one fear, um, frustration, mm -hmm. anger. You know all the negative energy that uh, that that you know we we let out is is supposedly food to these beings, these archons. You know that are basically trying to you know run the world and so, so think about that angel think about how much negative energy have we all all of the planet has released over the past year because of this pandemic oh oh man just look at twitter um but what, what you're saying though dave is that star wars got it right when they, they said on uh episode uh, one of the episodes where yoda says fear is the path to the dark side Fear leads to mm. anger. Anger leads to hate. Hate leads to suffering. Very yep. true. It's very true. Yeah. It's very true. And then also think about movies like Monster Inc. Yeah. These creatures were coming through, you know, a dimensional portal. Yeah. Yeah. And they were scaring children and gathering energy from scaring these children. And that was That's their not job. Very far, and far that was fetched their, from what we were talking about. And that was their job, by the way. That now, was their job. Now, can you picture it? Because, you know, how many kids, you know, growing up don't tell their parents, Mommy, there's a monster in my closet. Exactly. What if it's not true? Maybe it is true. But and and let's go back to the Bible here for a second, uh, Dave, because you know th this always uh, gets to me. The Bible is a very interesting book, and I've read it uh, several times. Oh, yeah. uh, Genesis, you know, the uh, Revelations. I've gone through the entire uh, thing, and it's not exactly an easy read. And it doesn't help you get girls in, when yeah. you're in high school. It does nothing for you. But going forward in life, it's useful information when you want to like start asking questions like. How did Cain and Abel 
were the two sons of Adam and Eve, the two first humans created by God, um, have kids, right? And then the Bible says, well, you know, after Cain killed Abel, he was expelled from the Garden of Eden by God. But wait a second, didn't Adam and Eve get expelled from the Garden of Eden for eating the apple? Yeah, but semantics. Let's just pretend they weren't all the way kicked out, right? So then Cain and Abel got completely kicked out after, or Cain did after he killed Abel. Cain did, yeah. yeah. Abel's pretty much dead at yeah, this point. Yeah, at this point he's a goner. He's not going to be in the sequel. Um, so Cain is walking around, and all of a sudden he finds a village. And there are people there. And for you know all the eyes to see, there are women there, and he takes up a wife, has kids of his own. Now, how is that possible when his parents were the first prototypical male and female created by God? We're, and I'm going to quote the great Seinfeld here. Who are these people? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, it, it, it makes you wonder if, um, you know, were humans being, you know, created around the world uh, at the same time this was going on, or because of the, you know, the the thing about being tossed out of the Garden of Eden was, and eating that apple, is that they definitely lost their um, immortality, right? Right. If if they would if that would have never happened, they would just stayed pretty much like gods themselves, just like Lucifer said. They they would have lived forever. But because they sinned, you know, they they were thrown out, they were cast out, and they lost their immortality. But it does say in the Bible, the lifespan, the lifespan of of Adam. They always talk about the man; they don't talk about the woman, right? Right. But the the lifespan of of Adam was like ridiculous, like you know, something like almost a thousand years or something right. like that. Yep. That's a lot of time to be doing some, you know, serious getting busy. Yeah. <laughs> you but, know, but the Bible and doesn't so, talk about that. It just says Adam and Eve, Cain and Abel. No, that's it. Yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't talk about that. And in the next chapter, you know, we, we got you know the flood. Right. You know, you, you already have villages. You already have you know people on Earth, and you already have God talking about destroying it. Yeah. <laughs> because of, you know, sin and all that. And it's like, well, man, throughout the whole Bible, God just wants to kill us. <laughs> but remember, like. he loves you. He does. <laughs> he, he, he does love you. He does. No, uh, but, yeah, it, it is interesting um, how they kind of jump from, you know, that to that. Um, I don't know. There's there's also been, you know, going back to Cain, which I would really love to do some more research on this, you know, through apologetics and uh, biblical documents and that kind of stuff. Um, Book of Enoch. Yeah. Uh, is, did Cain, is Cain immortal because he was marked by God? Did he, is, you know, has he roamed the, you know, the earth since then? Is he still alive today? You know, it, is that's his punishment. You know, he's, he's, he's going to have that forever. Right. So there's a lot of, you know, crazy stuff that i've come across that that would make him very old i mean if if uh daddy i don't know a thousand i mean kane would be what like a million 
Who knows how, how long ago that, that could have been, though. It wasn't 2,000 years ago, I can tell you that much, but uh, more than five, I 10, would say 6,000 years. Well, isn't that getting back into the years. Egyptian era? 5,000, 6,000 years ago? Egyptian, some uh, Sumerian era? Well, see, that's where the discrepancy is because the Bible was, what, about 2,000 years old? Right. And and so before, uh, you know, before Jesus, you know, B.C., before right. Christ, you know, there's, um, and we're not talking about the science that we know today. We're talking about the science that they know back then is how old is the, you know, is the earth you know, according to the Bible, not according to man. Right. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah. How how old would that make Cain? I th I, I'm guessing probably about 6,000 years, 4,000 years B.C., then you have the 2,000 years after Christ, you know, was crucified. Or, yeah. So you got those two, and it's about 6,000. That's... That'd be an awfully uh, old guy. Like, uh, man, I hope he has good health coverage, not Obamacare. Um, <laughs> no kidding. <laughs> I'm sure he's withering uh, away somewhere. Yeah, man. But, you know, that that's an interesting thought. Uh, you know, I never really thought about, you know, the lifespan of uh, the early humans, which is true. The, the lifespans were a lot longer, and humans were a lot shorter back then. That's something also that a lot of folks don't know. Uh, we've actually gotten taller over the years. Which goes back even more to the Bible because, of course, you know, in ancient times, you have to talk about the giants of, of an antiquity who came mm. down, you know, like all that stuff. So it's almost like the giants made it with the humans. The humans are very short and small. And now, you know, the DNA is evolving them to, you know, we're growing in size and we're taller and bigger and stronger. Maybe because that's the way the DNA is changing us to be more like them, uh, whoever they are. Uh, and, you know, that's also something that I don't think people talk about uh, enough, how, you know, our own evolution is, uh, you know, speeding up in a sense that it makes no sense, considering, you know, the thousands of years that everything was kind of stagnant, right? And then you have that middle point 2,000 years ago where things kind of like started changing and now we're all of a sudden, you know, evolving in a, in a completely different capacity. Uh, but think about that. Jesus was like, what, f five foot two? If that, five foot three, he was an itty bitty guy. Uh, he was yeah, but a, he was buff like Superman because he was a carpenter. It, true. And a fisherman. And a fisherman. And he walked on a water. Man. Go figure. Did you, um, have, oh, yeah. As a matter of fact, you are going to be speaking with Micah Dank um, pretty yes. soon. Yes. I'm going to have him on the show pretty soon. That's correct. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he just did his presentation with with me and my show and uh, with uh, with my co-host uh, Russ Bailey, who's also a paranormal investigator for Black Sky Paranormal. Mm -hmm. um, Micah was on our show on Monday night, uh, past Monday night, and um, we were able to do the audio portion over you know over the Fringe FM, mm -hmm. but I recorded his PowerPoint presentation. So we got the visuals while we were doing that show, and later on I put it on um, our YouTube channel for you know Beyond the Strange on YouTube, mm -hmm. and um, you should check it out, dude. It's really, really, really cool. Uh, his astro uh, astro theology um, theory, which is astrology that is basically all throughout you know the Bible, 
and uh, yep. it's really fascinating. Really, really fascinating. It really makes you think, you know. Um, pretty cool. Pretty cool. So I'm well, looking forward to hear, um, hearing that with, with you, with you and Micah. Yeah, I'm dying to do that show, and I'm and I'm definitely going to check out that that uh, YouTube uh, video when I, when I have a little time after the uh, shows tonight. Uh, you know, Dave, the 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 crazy thing about religion is uh, how most people you know view it as this mystical. Um, otherworldly, but not, you know, alien type of thing, but they, they fail to understand one basic thing about, you know, the, the whole biblical aspect of nature and reality uh, and God. Uh, no matter what religion or faith you believe in, uh, God is an ET. God's an alien. Just like the angels are aliens. They don't live on Earth. So we have to kind of like put that, I think, into a perspective. The Bible might be a book of, of stories written about aliens. If, well, yeah. yeah, I mean, if it's if it's not from this Earth, which would be terrestrial, right? Right. It's extraterrestrial, extraterrestrial. That 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 says it all right there. Yeah. You know, so you know that's what I mean. If you want paranormal, if you want you know supernatural, always go back to the Bible. You'll find it. Oh, definitely, <laughs> it's definitely there. Yeah, yeah, no, no kidding. You know, from giants to you know to mont to to, to leviathans, you mm -hmm. know, um, you know all kinds of stuff. So definitely go back and check it out. You might even find something referring to Bigfoot. You never know. Well, well, you never know. Uh, you know, here's something crazy because I'm I'm a little bit of a technical nerd also, and I like looking at things and dissecting them, and you know, especially when it comes to like scripture and, and books, and uh, that's why I, I'm into the UFO subject because it is both you know a myth, mythological, or just sci-fi. You know, you you have technology involved, you have otherworldly beings involved. Uh, but one thing that always uh, you know gets my attention is. How the UFOs, and maybe you have a, an idea of why this is, how the UFOs and the aliens and the lore changes as the time changes. And a lot of like the stuff that I think that people have mistaken for like things like leprechauns and ghostly activity might actually have been UFOs or aliens. What are your thoughts about that? Um... I'm, you know what? Can you repeat that one more time? Yeah. Uh, through our history, you know, we've had a history where people have uh, claimed to have seen uh, Bigfoot, for example, leprechauns, you know, yes. all these kind of monsters. Uh, how much of that could have been actual aliens where people are mistaking, you know, these other things and are naming them things that they're not when they are actually alien in interaction with human beings? And now it's become, you know, more mainstream to know about aliens. So now we, we don't see leprechauns anymore. Now it's all aliens, for example. But hundreds of years ago, right. there were leprechauns, right? They were, that, that was the lore for a long time. Uh, but now everything's aliens when it comes to these kind of things. Uh, you know, how much of that do you think might have been the cause of, of a lot of the mythology in this world? Well, I think it could have been a lot. You know, it, it would explain a lot of um, our a lot of these, um, you know, urban legends, uh, right. you know, mythology, uh, cryptid creatures, uh, you know, uh, aliens. You know, and let's take the leprechaun, like you were saying. You know, uh, it, it's uh, you know, from what we understand about you know alien sightings and be these beings are, 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 are small. Some are small, like the greys, right? 
Um, you know, they have different pigmentation of their skin. You know, they they just look crazy. I mean, they got the big old eyes, the bulbous head. Um, you know, and uh, that very much could could resemble a leprechaun, according to you know Irish, uh, Celtic, uh, you know, m- mythology, right? Legends. So yeah. very much could be um, a lot of that. Uh, you know, and I, and again, I'm 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 debating on whether we want to, um, you know, we don't know exactly what our universe is is is, is made of. I mean, yes, there's a lot of, you know. Um, out of, of different, you know, you know, physics and 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 you know, mathematical equations involved that you know kind of explain some of these things, but uh, you know, the, the mystery, the universe is still very mysterious to us, and we still don't know what happens after we leave this world, if you will. We we don't even we sometimes we don't even leave this world. We're still here, in different form, you know, spirit, spiritual, you know, ghost, um, but we're just we just take a different form. Well, was was the saying, Dave, that energy doesn't die, just uh, transforms and takes a different matter? Right, right. Yeah, there and, you go. Yeah, and we human beings are, are you know, basically energy based. Uh, when you get past the the exterior crude matter that is our, our exoskeleton and our skin, uh, we're energy based beings. You know, we're water based beings, and uh, I do believe in panspermia, where the whole universe is kind of seeded by the same molecules that uh that bring DNA and life and who is not to say it mm-hmm. doesn't bring like the soul and the you know the afterlife and everything with it also as part of the ride and uh, if energy is a source that brings us all to life and energy doesn't die well where does it go back to the source maybe you know who knows uh, I mean all that's uh, a lot to ponder when it comes to the human mind and we have such a and it's messed up because we have such a short time on this planet to like even think of things like these and I think this is one of the reasons why we haven't taken that next level or step up into like a, a level one or type one civilization, because every time we we have minds that are brilliant, they die before they might be able to like to actually get to the uh, the point that you know answers the question, uh, like a Stephen Hawkins or an Albert Einstein or, or Tesla, for example, who are just brilliant minds, but they always seem to die right when they're getting to the good part. You notice that? Right. <laughs> right. That's true. That's true. I mean, uh, you know, there's so much about Tesla that we don't know. Yeah. Um, and also that's being suppressed by the government because they, you know, a, a lot of a lot of his um, his 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 his, his uh, material and work, uh, you know, was that was copyrighted was stolen. Yeah. You know, and, so, you know, and then we see stuff like the corporation Tesla. Who's being run by you know someone like Elon Musk, um, and how funny is that? You know, isn't that um, uh, you know? I can't even think right now, but I'm just saying, you know, it, it's coincidence, or you know that that you know he comes out with this convenient, convenient. How convenient is that? That you know he comes out with this Tesla Corporation and using a lot of this new technology. Probably thought up. You know, years ago by Tesla. Yeah, and and he is now considered uh, the well. I don't know if he's considered. It might be a fact at this point, but uh, they I think just named him again the world's richest man, uh, topping uh, yes. Jeff Bozo or Bezos or whatever his name is, the Amazon guy. 
Bozo, I like Bozo. Yeah, right. Let's go with it, Bozo. It's better than uh, his real name, uh, and it's more accurate too. Uh, but it tells, you know, uh, Elon Musk now is again the richest man on the planet. He's got like hundreds of billions of dollars. Uh, I mean, this guy is wealthy enough to be able to own countries. Okay, think about that for a second. <laughs> and his company is taking us to the stars. And I, 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 where did he get, you know, all this technology from? I mean, a lot of the grants are government grants that he receives all, also over the years. You know, he's taking our NASA guys to space. He's working with our government. Our government was the ones that recovered Tesla's original paperwork after he died. And in fact, John Trump, Donald Trump's uncle, is one of the people reportedly that was at Tesla's office after his death packing up the paperwork and was there and viewed a lot of the stuff that Tesla was uh, working on that he left behind. So, I mean, it's not ironic also that a lot of this stuff has happened uh, after Trump took office and his uncle was there when Tesla died and, and had the paperwork. And if it wasn't uh, for Donald Trump years later, we wouldn't have a Space Force, for example. Uh, Elon Musk might have not been the uh, contractor of choice to take up to the stars if it wasn't for Donald Trump also you know, doing a lot of uh, and, you know maneuvers to uh, get enough money out there to uh, get us uh, back up in space with, uh, with Tesla technology. Uh, you know, that's something that, uh, it's kind of ironic, you think? The Trump yeah, thing. Yeah, and, um, you know, if anything, in my in my opinion, that, uh, you know, Trump did right, uh, like, right, the right way, was, you know, getting our space program, you know, back on its feet. Yes. And uh, I, I feel that, you know, with Space Force, um, hopefully it continues, you know, to, to, to just, you know, do that. Uh, interestingly, though, the to the stars group, how they disbanded, mm-hmm. kind of weird, isn't it? I mean, yeah. you know, I I thought that I thought that they were gonna also bring out a lot of information. Um, I know that uh, Elizondo is still uh, doing a lot um, and and bringing out a lot more information. Um, he's you know definitely been in in the, in the news and in our circles, of course. Mm-hmm. Uh, but you know uh, it. Again, going back to Trump, um, you know, there's a lot of other things about Trump. I don't know if you heard things like maybe he's possible. He's a possible time traveler. Uh, uh, you know, again, grain of salt. Yeah, well, I don't know about uh, the the book with Baron Trump uh, about uh, Baron, yeah, Baron Trump. yeah, yeah, Adventures of Baron Trump. Yeah, I, I've I've seen that, and that is creepy because even the depiction of the boy in that book looks like Baron Trump. Like, it's kind of oh. creepy. <laughs> it is. It really is. And isn't he one of the uh, friends of uh, Baron? His name is Donald, isn't it? In the in the book? Like, You know what? I, I haven't read the book. Uh, I've just, you know, heard people talking about it. You know, definitely something that's on my list of things to do. Um, you know, along with all this other stuff that I do with my show. Um <laughs> You know, there's just you know, you, you, I mean, you run a network, Angel. <laughs> I mean, I, don't, I I barely run a show. Yeah. But um, don't remind you know, me. It's uh, it, it's pretty, <laughs> it's pretty crazy, man. You know, um, just finding the time to get all this information, you know, first of all, gather it up. That's the first thing you got to do. 
then you got to, you know, sort it out and then you got to know and present what you're going to talk about yep. and, you know, relay it to the audience. And, you know, it's, it's just, it's amazing what, what, what we do, man. Um, but, um, yeah, it's a fascinating world and it's very strange indeed. How much uh, did Art Bell play a part in your, uh, becoming interested in this subject? Because I know for me, Art was, you know, instrumental and, you know, I got to work with him briefly on uh, Dark Matter Digital and uh, that was an honor and a, an amazing experience, you know, just a little, uh, uh, interaction I had with him before he passed. But I mean, how much did he play a part in your development as a radio podcast host and, uh, being, you know, into the subject itself? You know, it's interesting that you say that. Um, I kind of got into the game a little bit later than, than most. And, um, Art Bell, as amazing as he, you know, he was, you know, God rest his soul. Um, I heard about Art Bell through other shows, um, mainly, you know, Coast to Coast with uh, Nori. I started listening to Coast to Coast. I started listening when George um, has been doing it over, you know, over the last few years. And, um, and then I went back on YouTube and I started listening to more older episodes with Art Bell. Um, and then, you know, of course, I heard about Dark Matter. And, um, you know, listening to other shows like Fade to Black and, and, and some of those other shows that were first on Dark Matter, uh, you know, waiting for Art Bell to come back, I was able to learn more and more about that. So, um, yeah, I mean, he definitely, definitely plays a, a part, you know, in, um, in my journey through this whole thing. Uh, but it really was for me, Angel when I was growing up as a kid and I, and I'm, I know I'm dating myself, but um, you know, I had, I, I remember shows like, um, you know, that's incredible. Ripley's believe it or not. Oh, me too. Um, and uh, the one um, with uh, Spock. Star Trek. <laughs> in search of. Oh, in search of. <laughs> yeah, well, Star Trek. Yeah, I, yeah. I would do. <laughs> uh, uh, Leonard Nimoy when he was uh, doing in search of. Yeah. But, um, you know, those, those programs for me, um, you know, it, it, it led me to a lot of, you know, different things like the Bermuda Triangle, Monster, of course, Bigfoot, and, uh, and aliens, UFOs, and, and ghosts, and, and, and spirits, and that kind of stuff. So um, that, for me, uh, is really, you know, how I started, you know, getting into this stuff, along with a lot of a lot of different mysterious uh, supernatural stories that ran in my family talking about, you know, different magic and voodoo and stuff like that. Uh, you know, witches and curses and, uh, you know, seeing beings like, you know, you know, mothman creatures, you know, on top of our, our roofs of, of houses that, you know, that we visit or something. It was, it was like story time at the cruise house, man. <laughs> There's still some really crazy stuff. Uh, you know, there were some possessed dolls that would walk around at night. You know, you can hear the footsteps. And then when you go up there, all you saw was a doll just sitting there. Mm, that's <laughs> creepy. creepy. That is great. And that's, uh, uh, and I'm sure it wasn't, uh, probably before the movie, the Puppet Masters came out. I'm pretty sure that, and even Chucky, 
because uh, that was like what mid late eighties. So that that was probably like what mid late seventies or uh, am I dating you a little too far back? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, you're right. It was probably about seventy five, seventy six, somewhere around there. Yeah, so you had like no uh, Charles uh, Charlie Ray from Chucky to influence your your uh, you know your uh, dream or your uh, vision of uh, something like that happening or your nightmare come to life because that that is a nightmare to see some uh, or hear those footsteps and then see like a weird doll just sitting there looking at you like coming to life when yeah, you sleep. I mean, That's creepy, man. You know, you know, I don't know if I ever told you this, Dave, but I, when I first moved to uh, Florida as a kid. Uh, we moved to a, a house that used to be a funeral home, and um, mm. that's when I started believing that there was definitely more to life than meets the eye, and I was very young, uh, because it's not like sitting at a table when your mom's doing, uh, you know, making dinner, and she's turned around, and you see keys moving from one side of the table to the other, hanging midair for a second, then fall down the table, uh, and you're looking at it as it's happening, and then you get blamed for it. That's not fun. And okay. I saw it as a kid. Right. You know, I was sitting there, and like I, wow. like I said, and uh, the, the my mom's keys literally slid from one side of the table to the very edge on the other side, and most of the keys were like literally like hanging on midair. Okay. Well, like you know, you know, like we have wow. keychains, and you have like say five or six keys, and you have like the keychain that hangs, where it'd be like some kind of like propaganda for like a store or something like that. Well, I can't remember the exact yeah. one, but my mom had like a big old fancy thing with her keys and stuff, and it just like slid right across. And then like the whole part of the keys were literally like hanging on midair, where that like propaganda part was like on the table, and then the whole thing like a split second later went and just fell on the floor. And my mother turned around and started saying, "Why did you drop my keys?" Ah, she said like you know crazy on me, and I'm like, "Ah, mom," like that was my answer. I had no idea what the hell was going on. Uh, that happened, and uh, that happened several times. And then my mother started seeing things. My brother started seeing things. And my dad the whole time was like, you guys are crazy. I don't see anything. And then he saw something there, and he's like, oh, we're moving the hell out of here. And we ended up getting out of there uh, as soon as my dad saw something. Um, before she died, my mother uh, was having a get-together at the house, and we had my family over, my brother and stuff. And I was recording with my cell phone, just, you know, them talking in, in Spanish, obviously, because, you know, that's the sure. language they spoke. And uh, I I brought it up, and I was like, remember the house we used to live in, just to see if they, were, you know, wanted to talk about it? And I got it on video, man. They went off talking about it for, like, five minutes at a time, about, like, all the stuff they, they saw and this and that. And I was like, man, if this was only in English, I could make a whole documentary of this. Right. But unfortunately, it's in Spanish. I can still make a documentary, but... The audience is going to be a Spanish audience, which is, doesn't give you the same, uh, <clears throat> you know, kickback money-wise as the English audience. I could maybe dub it, I guess. Uh, that might work. But it's funny because it's very authentic, unrehearsed. You know, it's just I brought up the question, and, and my family members passed away, my mother. Uh, so, you know, it's not like she is going to, like, just lie to make money. She has no reason to, right? Right. Uh, and uh, no, that's what I'm saying yeah. is these kind of stories ran in my family as well. And, and, you know, I heard these stories when I was younger. Um, and you know, I couldn't believe some of the stuff that I've heard, you know? So yeah, it's, it's definitely not rehearsed, very authentic and they have nothing to gain from it, but just to let us know that this really happened. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's funny cause you and my brother share a last name and, uh, and he has a cousin named Dave Cruz. 
and my my brother's my half brother's last name is Cruz, also same spelling. And when I first met you, I was like, "Is he? Could be? Could, could he? Could he be his cousin?" No. <laughs> then I looked at your face. And I was like, "No, not his cousin." But you never. <laughs> but you never okay. know. You cruise. Well, I hope. Hey, like I told you earlier today, I have a face for radio, so you know. I'm, hopefully, your your cousin's much much better looking than me. <laughs> Well, like I told you, I, I have a face for like the Metro Zoo. But yeah, 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 I'm not complaining. That's the one that God gave me. <laughs> and uh, you know, God exactly. doesn't make mistakes, right? Nope. Just ask, no, it doesn't. Just ask the the platypus. Just ask the platypus. <laughs> Very strange creature, right? Platypus. Like that, that's a cryptid right there. That's like God was just like drunk one day. He was like, eh, just throw some shit together and throw it out there. They call it an animal. We'll call it the platypus. Who cares at this point? Like, drunk was having, exactly. drunk was having a corona, not the ever, virus, but a corona. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever tried to, uh, to uh, like find out exactly what the um, God, I can't even think right now. Oh my gosh. It happens to me often. It's a cryptid. It's crazy. It's talked about a lot in Nancy, Spanish lore. Nancy Pelosi? That's one of them. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the, uh, thank you for this. That really helped. The Chupacabra. <laughs> well, the, Nancy Pelosi. <laughs> Uh, actually, it's the goat sucker, but uh, yeah, I Nancy mean, Pelosi again. Uh, that's the Pelosi. That's the, the Pelosi sucker. Um, <laughs> no, but but uh, you know the Chupacabra is a it's a very interesting yeah. cryptid. I don't think it's it enough recognition for how you know crazy uh, that thing is. And there's two versions of the the Chupacabra, by the way. There's one that's more in South America, you know, upper. North or lower Southwest uh, America, yeah, mainly Texas. Uh, the chupacabra looks like a like a dog, a mangy dog with mm -hmm. very long fangs, um, long tail. They call it a blue dog, as a matter of fact. But then there's the chupacabra um, out of uh, Puerto Rico, I believe. Right. Yeah, I was about to say, yeah, Puerto Rico. And that's a crazy looking creature that that has like you know spikes coming off its back. It's mm -hmm. like Kind of like an insectoid looking thing. It's green, and uh, yeah, that's uh, that's something. I don't, I don't know if I'd ever want to see that. Yeah, that's creepy. That's a scary one. I saw, you know, a gentleman a few years ago when I did a MUFON, who had a uh, an encounter with uh, this weird black, almost you know, kind of like chupacabra type of entity in in South America, kind of like you described there with the spikes on his back, and it was like like really dark black uh tone to it and it had the green eyes and the whole nine years his name is frank i can't remember his last name uh the gentleman who uh, wrote the book and uh, it was funny he was telling us the story of this creature and he you know he told us the entire thing and as the convention was uh, going on uh you know he would often repeat the story over to the people coming around to buy the book and one of the times when i when i went by his uh, desk because uh, i went to get one of the books for myself and I'm standing there, and he's repeating the story that I've already heard. He gets to the part where he, you know, he starts describing the creature, and he's like, "It was this really thick black skin, 
on this creature with green eyes. And then he looks over and he like flinches, like like he has like this moment where he realized, oh snap, there's a really dark man like standing right in front of me, and I'm telling the story of this really evil black creature. And the the black guy was like, really, <laughs> black creature, huh? It was, it was an ironically funny moment uh, that that I had an internal laugh too. But I was like, "Oh my God, there might be a hate crime coming up here." Frank, run away! But luckily, he, he was okay. It's just been canceled. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what do you think about the whole cancel culture thing that's happening right now, Angel? Oh goodness! You know, I talk about that a lot on the show here. Uh, the one thing that really I hate is the uh, the fact that they're attacking people that are making factual statements uh, and condemning people to a, an extent where you're no longer interested in proving guilty, you're canceled, period. But it's only a selective right. amount of people. It's not like anybody gets canceled, right? Because look at last year how you know we were talking about Andrew Cuomo having blood on his hands for an entire year. Nobody wanted to touch it. Now he's getting canceled by the left, right? Now they're going after him because they need a, a new person to talk about. But, it, you know, the cancer culture, like, they canceled Gina Carano, for crying out loud. Yes. I mean, very well, I'm very well aware of that, yeah. I mean, to me, that, how do you do that? How, how do you come from an angle where you're saying that we need to empower women, we need to, like, listen to women, and then you have a strong feminine character in a, in a very popular show, comes forward, says accurate things... And you fire her. How does that happen? And you not only fire her, you you call her white supremacist and a, and a anti semite. And all she did was accurate, accurately, um, you know, not I wouldn't even say compare, but she made a slight comparison to the way the Nazi Germany had kids, which is, is true, turn on their own parents and betray them to the government and beat them. At some point, and that actually happened. Okay, that is a true thing. And she slightly compared that to the way cancer culture is today as attacking individuals. And even kids are turning on their parents. And we've seen that. You know, we had David Hogg on TV uh, when the whole thing happened with the school. He came out talking bad about his parents. And his parents were right there in one of the interviews. And he's talking about how bad parents are and parenting and this and Parents need to like shut up and let the kids, you know, you know, be heard. And his parents are literally like right there, like they're castrated, like they can't say a word. You know, that in itself is kind of like, you know, creepy because it's exactly what she was talking about, but she got canceled for it. You know what I mean? And that is, is it's a scary situation when you can't even accurately say something without the fear of that kind of repercussion. But yet, somebody like James Gunn, who I'm not sure if you're familiar with, um, directed Ga uh, Guardians of the Galaxy 1 and 2, he got yes. fired from the third one because he had interactions on Twitter with pedophiles, and he was making jokes for years about pedophilia, including about having sexual intercourse with boys. He got fired over his comments. He said, oh, they were just jokes. I just have a funny sense of humor. And then he gets rehired. Right. How does that work? So in other words, pedophilia is okay, but say anything accurate about Nazi Germany, which is was a bad situation back then, it should have never happened. I'm not condemning uh, Hitler or anything he did. 
evil guy killed millions of innocent people. She made a comparison to the way it started, which is accurate. What's happening today in society, which is accurate. She gets canceled. The pedophile gets rehired and gets a promotion. Thank you, Disney. Yeah, exactly. Uh, and I, I, I actually canceled Disney myself after that. Because uh, thank you. That's, you know, yeah. I I don't agree with what that, what happened. Not just because of Gina Carano, but because of the whole cancel culture and the agenda that uh, the president of whatever operations the Bob Iger uh, that, or, that fired Gina Carano. Well, there's Bob Iger. There's Bob Iger. There's Ka Kathleen Kennedy for Lucasfilm. Kathleen Kennedy. Yeah, yeah, Kathleen she's, Kennedy. yeah, she's the one that did the uh, the firing of Gina Carano, and man, she's a winner. She's just destroyed Star Wars. That's all she's done. Catholic yeah, Catholic. and I'm I'm really surprised that uh, you know you have people who are still working with her, like um, what's his name that that does the Mandalorian. Uh, John Favreau or Dave Filoni. Favreau. Yeah. They... Well, uh, behind the because... scenes, uh, they're not very happy with her, and uh, in fact, uh, Favreau, from my understanding. One of the the reasons why uh, they wanted to bring him on board was to possibly eventually replace Kathleen Kennedy uh, as the head of Lucasfilms, uh, which I think will make a lot of fans happy considering how much of a mess she's made with her pro agenda, you know, for you know all these agenda rights and all these different things that she's trying to throw in there, including the force is now female. I didn't think the force out of sex. I thought the force was just a force. Now it's a female. Go figure. I, I never knew that. Uh, it, it's not just cancer culture. It's agenda politics, all these social justice warriors. And a lot of it also has to do with the, tox, the toxic toxic nature of a lot of the fans. Uh, you know, And on YouTube, for example, you have shows like Geeks and Gamers and all these other outlets who have made a lot of money being toxic online. And, you know, really into their, uh, you know, to... Uh, I guess uh, to to be positive of what they're doing because it is in a sense getting somewhere good is they're at least addressing a situation where it's not just about movies but the cancer culture is affecting everybody across the board. Some of it good, some of it's bad. Look, for years we've known about Harvey Weinstein and his shenanigans and because of the Me Too movement, he got what he deserved. I mean, I I do believe he got his you know his, uh you know his due deserves. So the guy was a scumbag for years, and you know the stuff happened. But the bad part about that is that he was canceled before he had his day in court, and that's a problem because now it's no longer like you're innocent to proven guilty. Is you're guilty unless you can prove otherwise, and even if you can, we don't care. We're gonna make you guilty. You're guilty. That's a problem. Well, from what I understand about Harvey Weinstein is he deserved it. No, yeah, and, like I said, no problem with Harvey. Send him to prison. Yeah. That guy's a scumbag. I mean, nobody, but, I think, is going to debate that part. I mean, we've all known about Harvey. It's funny because, you know, we, we've all known about Harvey for decades. At least I've known about Harvey Weinstein being a scumbag for at least a decade now. And I go back and I laugh when I see pictures of, like, Oprah Winfrey kissing him, Michelle Obama addressing him saying he was a hero of hers and you know all these pro agenda women that are like so in your face about you know agenda driven politics and all this stuff and yet here they are endorsing literally a rapist 
and a person who was uh, an evil, evil person who was probably a pedophile also. And I'm not even talking about mm -hmm. Joe Biden. I'm talking about Harvey Weinstein. <laughs> but you could also say, well, this is why they support Biden because he's the same kind of scumbag. Yeah, that's a, and that's the exact example when I use James Gunn. They support these evil people because they're on their side. And as long as you're on their side and you play their politics, you're okay. As long as you're not somebody they want to expand and you know get rid of. Like I think it's happening to Andrew Cuomo now, which again, he deserves it. Has blood on his hands. Uh, but it's a little late now because that should have happened a year ago. You know you know what I mean? Uh, look, we're, we're almost out of time here, and, and I, I got to wrap up sadly enough. But once again, give the uh, the nights uh, that you're, you're live so everybody who uh, is listening and watching can go in and, and watch your show and uh, listen to the show live. And uh, all the links, please, you know, uh, drop them off so people can, uh, can bookmark them. Yeah, absolutely. So um, the best way to learn about the show is go to www.beyondthestrange.com. You'll find a lot of the social media links. You'll find a lot of information of the guests and the times. There's a calendar. There's Just go through all the tabs. Uh, you can find uh, the Discord chat as well. It's uh, not just for the shows. It's like, you know, 24-7. People are in there talking about topics like, you know, whether it's magic or aliens or UFOs. Um, uh, so, you know, beyond the strange.com and, um, the show on, it airs on the fringe FM as well as Spreaker beyond the strange Spreaker channel. That's S P R E A K E R Spreaker. And, uh, that's 7 PM Pacific time, Monday evenings. Also, uh, I've been, I've been doing a, a, a Twitch TV, uh, show as well that uh, we usually do during the week, sometimes on Saturdays. Um, that's just kind of like a, you know, random thing. But if you go there and you hit the follow button, you'll, it'll alert you when there's a show and you get all the great video. And um, like I said, you know, you can watch the PowerPoint presentations, all that kind of stuff um, on the Twitch, the beyond the strange Twitch channel. And um, it's, it's, it's really great. It's really fun. Um, and you can follow me at, at strange dave seven zero on twitter and i'm also on MeWe under dave cruz uh, we have a beyond the strange uh website or it's not website but facebook page so beyond the strange facebook and we also have beyonders crew groups in MeWe and facebook you my friend you my friend all over the place like 50 cent <laughs> got it man got it. <laughs> Dave, you're awesome, man. Thank you so much for having. Me. I gotta have you back on soon, brother. We gotta make this a regular occurrence because you're you're great to talk to and get into these strange times we're in. And uh, maybe we're both crazy. Maybe we're not. Yeah, and please, um, by the way, uh, Angel, uh, please come on my show anytime, brother. Dude, all you gotta do is call me. I'm there. Or, you know, just gotta say, hey, next week, I'll be there for you, my friend. You're yeah. awesome. You love having Look you on. Look it up. Yeah, man, we'll hook it up. Thanks again. Guys, that's all the show tonight. We have Kaiser's uh, Castle Talk Radio coming up next. For my guest, Dave Cruz, for myself uh, here on the show Inside the Jackal Set, I want to thank everyone for paying attention and listening and watching tonight. Once again, the podcast will be live on angelespino.com, psn-tv.com, public streaming network, 
com and soflowradio.com. It's a lot to remember, I know. But again, if you guys uh, like what you saw on YouTube and uh, all the other places, subscribe to the channel. You know what to do. Give me a thumbs up. Leave your comments below, and we'll get to you on the next episode right here on Inside the Jackal's Head. Live next on Thursday night at 10 p.m. coming up, and then next week on Sunday again at 10 p.m. Till then, everybody, this is PSN TV and radio. Bye.